0: Hey, why am I his sidekick? All right, how do you know he's not my sidekick? Welcome to fireside. Fire 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 welcome to fireside. First off, welcome to fireside. When we talk about books, the entire time ain't going nowhere. So dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, man. He's got the creepiest news. From books to TV the movie reviews, plus the next toy, baby, here with you choose, even the superhero fight club we usually lose, so pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers, feel my power, earth new with features, neither listen by a weekly or you can binge us, we got it all, baby, are there ninjas? So relax, and lie back, as we start another issue of Fireside Chats, Comic facts and cracks. welcome to the show, this is Fireside Chats, F-Q. Hello, 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 welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats, I'm your host, Menti, and with me, as always, are
1: my wonderful sidekicks first, Mr. Mosco. Hey, Menti, can I kick it? Yes, you can. Fantastic. Kick it, kick it. Really far.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you know what the funny thing is, is I know it's coming, and I never think of a joke beforehand. I always just stop for a second, like, kicking. Kicking the can. Kick ass. And then there's baby Huey. What's going on? what's going on what's going on yes you can what's going what's on, going on? <laughs> what's you can? okay right. so it's the wednesday show i don't have to worry about not waking up babies so we can be a little louder if you can if you can't guess and there's also look i'm, I'm just i'm just gonna rip the band-aid off on this moshko for weeks now has has been playing with a soundboard in front of him and he just won't use it on the show So I'm just going to say that it's out there, and he's either going to start sprinkling them in or not. (laughs) I'm just going to go ahead and throw the ball in his court while we record and see what happens. Welcome to the Wednesday Show. If you're new around here, that's when we talk about the news, those comic-related current events.
1: Comic-related current events. (laughs) (laughs) Comic-related. Current. (laughs) Events. events. Oh,
0: that was bizarre. So we got a lot of things that we want to talk about. (laughs) we did it we did it you, can, right, this, little... you, you can find the show at welcome to fireside <laughs> everywhere online that's at welcome to fireside at your social media choice anyway we've, we've got plenty we want to talk about like the death of spider-man and the trial of magneto
1: and a blade villain or actually a blade villain calls black widow trash <laughs> who knew
0: and we got wolverine in the mcu maybe maybe look these, uh, these, these, these are some straight up clickbait titles except for the first one the first one is the only non-clickbait title at all the other two are extremely clickbaity so we'll let you know when we get there but we're going to start with comics as we always do and the first thing we need to do is we need to talk about the dennis o'neill tribute uh because that just seems like the coolest thing uh so the green arrow uh, 80th anniversary special book is on its way uh and dennis o'neill's uh,
2: came out last week
0: Oh, did it? Oh, oh, oh yes. sweet. Oh, perfect. Oh, well, baby Huey, next time you go to the shop, hey, hey. <laughs> if you don't mind. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, it's going to have a bunch of different stories in there. It's done by, there's a lot of different covers. We've seen this with Wonder Woman. We've seen this with Batman. We've seen this with Superman. So they're doing a Green Arrow one. But because uh, Dennis O'Neill had such a big impact on uh, Green Arrow, especially the Green Arrow and uh, Green Lantern series, uh they allowed his son to write a story that encapsulates his life called Tap, Tap, Tap. So in the book, there will be a short story called Tap, 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 which is the sound of the typewriter that he heard throughout his uh, his life. Oh, wow. Um, which is it's kind of cool. It's just it's the that's story just- of, of Dennis O'Neill and, and comic books. And like we did a We did a, a tribute show to him when he passed because he's just he's very important to D.C. comics, just comic books in general. So I mean, that's out. By, I, I would recommend everyone go. I Look, I, I'm a sucker for these kind of stories. So I think everyone should go buy that book, even if you're not a Green Arrow fan. I think you should buy that book. There's a ton of different variant covers. Pick them all up. Uh, All right, let's talk about, let's talk about something that I never thought we would talk about again, except for a quick breakdown. Let's talk about the new 52, which was trending on Twitter for very weird reasons, uh, recently. Uh, one, uh, writer Gail Simone, who, uh, works a lot at DC Comics, uh, put on twitter that she was free for a little bit to answer some uh new 52 related questions and to be fair i don't think anything new came out of it for anybody unaware um for those who don't know why new 52 is a thing that most of us don't want to talk about again uh that comes (laughs) after flashpoint uh in the dc chronological madness that uh they call a timeline uh that that was another attempt at a reboot after flash uh did what he did and, uh, altered the timeline and and doctor manhattan came in which we learned later and he messed with the timeline everyone was supposed to go back to year 1 that was the whole point is it was supposed to erase dc continuity uh and get back to uh, a, an initial reboot except for certain characters didn't have to follow the rules and other characters did so like batman all his continuity was still true but everybody else kind of got erased back to their first year as superheroes so Uh, It first started very good, a lot of great sales, people were very excited by it, but uh, apparently DC didn't quite know what it was doing for the long run, according to uh, some of the answers from Gail, and a lot of the writers didn't know what the other ones were doing because, this I found interesting, it was part of the rules there in the beginning that the creatives weren't allowed to talk to each other. So all of these different books that were in works, the people working on the books weren't allowed to talk to each other about the books they were working. So well, a lot of the stuff sense. that happened happened like uh, a spurt of the moment at Comic-Cons. So that,
1: uh, that's bizarre. an interesting, interesting detail because like that's something like a lot of corporations will do where they'll set up these different pods, let them work on whatever it is. And then, you know, come together at the end of like six to 12 months and they're all working on different things. That's really weird to hear it in this type of area because but to their credit, they to I know what say. they're doing.
0: Gail Simone did say that they that was a something that happened in the beginning that felt very tyrannical but they scrapped mm-hmm. that pretty early on but it it goes to show that they weren't it wasn't as thought out as they may have hoped it was. Because a lot of the creatives that they wanted either didn't like some of the things they were pitching, like apparently she, cause she was worked on uh bat uh, Batgirl, apparently she was very upset with how they wanted to bring Oracle out of her chair and make Barbara Gordon Batgirl again and squash some various ideas that they were like, No, this is how she's gonna be Batgirl. And she was like, Nah, it's not that's not gonna happen in my book. Uh so apparently that happened pretty often. But another weird part about New Fifty Two, and the reason we're talking about this now. Not only was that weird Q and A available, uh, but then James Gunn tweeted that New Fifty Two was a huge inspiration to him. Which I could get in the beginning. In the beginning, I can see how when New 52 first launched, it was very exciting. I remember uh, the the Fifty Two, um, the letter or the numbers on the top of all the new books. Um, mm-hmm. I, it mm-hmm. was exciting to find those books and trying to get each of the uh, uh, the number ones when they came out. But it fell off the rails pretty quick. But apparently, according to uh, Mr. James Gunn, what did he say? Uh, He said in a tweet, the new 52 uh, is when I refell in love with comics, especially the Suicide Squad and when Harley Quinn joined. Because of that, Court of Owls, Animal Man and much more, I'll always be fond of that era at DC Comics. Call me a sucker, but I literally bought every single issue launched at that time and loved it. Maybe this could just be a reason to talk about because it, it's probably the, a big influence on the new Suicide Squad movie. Probably, mm-hmm, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I, I would think so. Which is why he's bringing he, it up. And he's not wrong. I mean, the Court of Owls is a great storyline. Yes, there was uh, there were some great things that came out of New Fifty Two, but yes, out of fifty two mm-hmm. new line wide ish books, not many.
1: <laughs> right. The uh, the the timeline. T- wow, that didn't come out. The timeline <laughs> that I'm I'm trying to recall here. Was that during when he was working at Marvel or working for Marvel and developing Guardians?
0: Oh, well, is that I think New Fifty Two is way before. Was that. Way before. Way yeah. yeah way, new yeah, new Fifty Two is way again. before that. That's okay, uh, but yeah, New <laughs> New Fifty Two. Like you know, what, here the best thing that come out of New Fifty Two is Jeff Johns Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. The Batman stuff's very good. Don't get me wrong, but Jeff Jeff Johns Green Lantern redefined that character in in spectacular ways. Uh, but that's not true for everything.
2: Yeah, new 52 yes. started back in 2011. Okay.
0: So
1: way <laughs> uh, All way right, before. so
0: that's more about New 52 than I wanted to talk about,
1: honestly. So let's, <laughs> let's talk about some things pretty it's quick. It's old 52 now.
0: Let's talk about Wolverine's new role of ushering in MCU characters to bolster new? their popularity in the comics new no. uh it's, it's definitely <laughs> recently especially with blade uh blade versus wolverine now we've got shang chi's going to be going up against uh wolverine Apparently, you guys talked about this, but just to, to to rehash and reiterate this in the next Shang-Chi in, in issue three, uh, he's going to face off against Wolverine because Shang-Chi is currently on the hunt for a, a very particular, a specific mutant that Krakoa is also after, which is going to put them in pass. And we're going to find out who's a better fighter, Shang-Chi or Wolverine. And I feel like it's a Shang-Chi book, so how is the winner not going to be Shang-Chi, especially when he has a movie coming out? Um, so I have a feeling they're going to do to Wolverine what they're doing to Hulk in the movies, which is just having people beat them up to show that they're tough. Even though you're making the characters get beat up all the time, no longer look as tough. <laughs> you're having the reverse effect on one of the, one of the biggest characters in all of comics in the movies with the Hulk and in, uh, in Wolverine in, uh, in the comics. So there's that. Then we also have, uh, coming. speaking of Krakoa, we also have the Trial of Magneto on its way, which I guess the Hellfire Gala is not doing that well because I wasn't expecting to get teases for new books that quick, but this is apparently the book coming after, um, and it's going to be in August. Uh, August 18th is when it's coming out, uh, but we saw the cover of the Trial of Magneto, and whoo, so, some, some, somebody doesn't make it, the boogeyman of Krakoa.
1: You, you you trying you are trying over here, <laughs> trying to find some trying to find some knowledge. I do have a quick question for you though. Yeah. The video that was put out about our little story about our little song that we sang about a week or so ago. You know, Ruba, Jamaica. Did Ooh. you get that reference? Did you get the reference in the picture on YouTube? Because I'm curious. No. No. it's from nope. Co- so that was a picture of, uh, Tom Cruise. And uh, the other gentleman from Cocktail, it was on the cover there.
0: Oh, okay. You know,
1: and we sang that song. and uh,
0: I mean, we shared well, a moment, and I, and I will always was, remember yeah. that time with you, Moshko. But if you don't <laughs> mind, why, I want to get back to the Magneto news now. Not a problem. <laughs> that's why I put it on YouTube for everybody to see. Um, so, yeah, Scarlet, Scarlet Witch is dead. Looks like it. Spoiler alert for a <clears> cover <throat> for a book wow. that's not coming out for a while. Yeah, uh, yeah. The trial of Magneto number one shows Magneto holding, looks like the lifeless body of Scarlet Witch. Who I love the way that she's portrayed as the boogeyman of Krakoa. Like they they tell they tell scary stories ar- about her around the campfire. Uh, and uh, uh, <laughs> before Krakoa, remember she popped up in front of was it wasn't Jean, somebody equally tough though. And de- uh, Scarlet Witch at this point had been depowered all, quite a bit, but they were so hmm. scared of her that they all ran away. Hmm. So I, I, would love, I would love to know how this works. I also, I don't know, Is I don't remember, did they re- re-retcon Scarlet Witch being and his daughter? Uh, or is she not his daughter that. anymore? She's, she's still the daughter, it's just that she wasn't a mutant for a while. Yeah, but even then she wasn't the daughter of Magneto for a little bit. The retcon of the retcon got retconned. <laughs> so I don't Comics. know if that's, if that's the case. Comics. I don't know. Whatever. Uh yeah, Scarlet Witch is dying. Uh, Speaking of people dying, Spider Man looks like he's gonna die again. (laughs) Spoiler alert for what's coming after the Nick Spencer run. Now that that's over, who's Spider Man Beyond is something that they've been teasing at Marvel for a little bit. Uh, Baby Huey, tell me what's going on.
2: Yeah, so they've been teasing for like last like week, week and a half of uh Spider Man Beyond, and we got these little glimpses of uh, a new Spider Man, and then we got glimpses of like it looks like Peter dying or dead. Uh, a new they've put out is Peter laying in a hospital bed with Mary Jane next to him. Uh, Mary Jane's like grief-stricken. Her, her hands are on her head. Um, we don't know exactly what's going on. We do know that this is going to be in the tail end of the Sinister War, which is the next arc, which is starting, I think, in the next week or two. Uh, but I, what I can take from this is Peter's going to get the crap beat out of him. And then Ben Riley is going to return as Spider Man after the seven hundredth and fiftieth issue of
0: Amazing Spider-Man. I feel like <laughs> I should be happy about this, but I'm not. For anybody unaware, Why? Scarlet Scarlet Spider Man, especially the Ben Riley Spider Man in the hoodie, and especially and he took over as Spider Man in the after the clone saga in the main Marvel universe for a while in the nineties, and I really loved him. I have him on my wall. I, I'm not moving the camera, but he's there. That's that's <laughs> that's that's Ben Riley. If you can see a little bit of him, um, I I really really like the the concept of Ben Riley the the all the power is none of the responsibility kind of thing. Uh, and they even had a what if book: what if Spider Man died and Scarlet Spider Man became the Spider Man, um, which then led into that run. It, maybe it's just because it's repetitive. Maybe it's like after Nick Spencer's run, they were like, "Well, how do we shake things up?" And they're like, "Let's bring back Ben Riley." And I'm like, "Well, that's not really shaking things up." That's just that's rehash. That's not shaking things up. True. I don't know. And then he's supposed to be like the, the he's can he be the best Spider-Man? Well, isn't that what Superior Spider-Man was all about? Like, didn't I see this already, just with different characters? Which yeah, also, kind of, by the of. way, led into another clone saga, the Clone Conspiracy, where Ben mm-hmm. Riley was the Jekyll, and I was like, okay, j- could you, do we have to revisit it this way? I mean, and since the Clone Conspiracy, he has been back as the Hoodie. So, I, I I mean, look, uh, I I really like Ben Raleigh's Spider Man. I know, like Pete Pete from Pete's Basement is probably furious. He <laughs> can't stand the Spider Man, but I mean, anybody, any any ninety Spider Man fan can't help but love the hoodie. So I, just, I I guess we'll see how it goes. I just I feel like it's just repetitive and like you just not you don't know what you're doing anymore. You're just yeah. Just, I mean, you're not you're not wrong. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's um, it's amazing with Marvel. You get so excited for certain books, and then on things like this come out, and you're just like, ah, "Did you put how much thought did you put into this?" So a <laughs> a couple couple
2: notes here. Uh, we're gonna get our f- first look at Ben Riley back uh, on August 14th uh, with the Free Comic Book Day, and then when he actually does take over after the 750th issue, uh, it's Spider Man's going to tr- uh, three times a month. Once that happens, I, I was just in Moscow over the weekend. I'm I'm backing yep. out from buying Spider Man. I do buy it every month. I'm not buying it three times a month. I'll buy the first
0: issue with Ben, and that's it. That doesn't bode well for the future of that book. I don't think they get this. When you force the book to come out that much, you're gonna catch up to what you have written. You're gonna force the art and the writers to 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 speed through it, unless they're already done the arc and they're like they have like 7 8 books in the can but they're going to catch up and it's going to be a problem. Maybe I mean, this is like a,
2: that... a future state thing whereas they already had it written for a while and they changed direction and they're like oh. uh, let's just put it out quickly and get it out. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. I hope There's, I hope so.
1: Maybe it's just the hype going into the next Spider-Man film. I don't know. That it just seems I don't I I get bi-monthly or you know twice a month. Yeah. I don't understand the three times. Like what what is that released i i time frame even look like
0: i get it and you're absolutely right because i was thinking about this not too long ago which is you know we complain all the time that marvel is trying to recreate the movies in the comics with retcons mm-hmm. essentially is trying to get mm-hmm. things in line more with the movies and we we complain about that but from a business standpoint it makes a lot of sense because there's so many more people seeing the movies than reading the comics you know what i mean? All right. Right. Hold on, excuse me, everybody on YouTube. This is my cat, and my cat is now <laughs> causing a problem. Scam my cat! Uh, which is shaking my cat. I was doing all sorts of madness. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> going back to what I was saying, if you were a business person and you see that you know thousands of, you know millions of people are going to see these movies and only thousands of people are buying the comics, wouldn't you want the movies to hopefully inspire new readers to pick up books that are coming out? that are in line with the things they know from the movies, instead of it being vice versa. And they always seem to
2: do it vice versa. Like, every time they do these big things, it is when a movie's coming out, which right. is, well, doesn't exactly. make sense at all.
0: Well, before, in the beginning, when the MCU started, it was pulling things from the comics, and the comics just kept going on the trajectory that they have been going. And then, right. over by like mid... Mid phase two, starting phase three, it made a shift where the movies became more important than the comics, and the comics became a way to get a like to pull a little bit of more money out of the movies. Because it's like, hey, you liked Spider Man. Well, I got three books, three issues a month coming out for you. Maybe you'll buy one. I don't know. It's I think it's a way to try and get MCU fans to be comic readers and it makes sense. It's a smart move, but it's comic fans we're anno we're annoyed. Why do it with Ben now? Like why? Why go up this, three times a month right before this a movie is comes be- out? Because it gives you three Spider Man books a month. So hopefully every time every time a, an MCU fan goes to a comic shop, there's a new Spider Man book hopefully available for them. And uh, this is to appease us, the longtime Spider Man fans, as a way to be like, see, remember, remember when you really liked Spider Man? This we're doing that thing you liked. Hey. It's that fun book that you read when you were younger. Nostalgia is a wonderful thing. <laughs> that's all this is. It's, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of thought into it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's brilliant. Maybe it's incredible, and that's what I'll hope for. But I don't know. The costume is not hopes. brilliant. Costume is the, oh no, what are you talking about? The costume is it, dope. The costume is the original Ben <laughs> Riley taking over the Spider-Man mantle costume, but so modernized with the Spider-Man off to the side with the big legs. Dude, all it's missing is the web shooters on the outside like Ben should have. Ben Riley should have visible visible, uh, web shooters. 100%. Mm-hmm. I, I, it, it looks good on the hoodie. I don't know. It doesn't look good on the costume with being small and off to the side. I, I think it looks, I do disagree completely. It's over his heart, dude. It's awesome. I'm all about that. Costume's the best part of it. Guess the best part? That, that and Miles' new costume? Best part. Love Miles' new I, costume. I don't like
2: Miles' new costume
0: at all. Love it. Big fan. You know what I'm also a big fan of? The new Warner what? Brothers tour. That's right. Segway. Ooh. <laughs> so let's talk about, uh, was it Twitter? It was Instagram. Uh, Jim Lee put a post on on Instagram about the new tour for Warner Brothers. Uh, so if you go through it to see... You know, the, the whatever. What You go to the Warner Brothers studio, you get a tour. What does it look like now? And let me tell you, the DC parts are amazing. There's one point where you're in a Batcave, and you're looking at a giant screen that's supposed to be the window, and you see Batmobiles from all of the different generations in movies all driving in and parking. And then he turns the camera, and all of the Batmobiles are there in the same room that he's in. He... <laughs> He at one point he's in an Aquaman section and one of the trenches looking over his shoulders. Uh, they had a whole uh, Christopher Nolan section. Uh, there was a watchtower interactive board where you could like see uh, dossiers on all the different DC characters. I would love to go check that out. That Let's looks go. incredible. Uh, it'll be in the show post. If anybody is interested to see, the actually see this, go to our show post. I'll put the um, the Instagram post in there because it's real. It's really, really cool. Uh, but anyway, let's uh, let's move into TV. We gotta we gotta spend. It's it's the Loki month, you know. It's, we gotta spend as much time on Loki have as we to can. Talk about Loki. Well, it's, uh, Mr. Mashko? What's going on with Loki?
1: Uh you know, another another interview came out. Um, basically, uh, there was a discussion and a conversation with the showrunner, and they basically broke down. The influences of uh, the comic book influence of Sylvie and kind of what that played into. It's can kind I, of can a... I make, uh,
0: can I make a guess? Can I make a guess? Can I make, I make a guess? Is it, is it Enchantress
1: merged with Lady Loki? You think? <laughs> no. Did it, maybe? No. Did, did anybody else hear that from... Oh, say
0: this podcast before? Well, to be fair, I just (laughs) said it was straight up Enchantress for a while, but Uh, we did say that on the next
1: one. (laughs) Yeah, we we did get to the point. So, I mean, it's, you know, uh, Enchantress. Oh, now you have me going already. Um, Now I'm messing with the thing. Anyway, the the showrunner uh, pointed out that Sylvia goes out of her way to distance herself from the God of Mischief from the very start of the series. But as we all know, uh, things kind of change a little bit in between there. And, uh, you know, it's it, it's interesting. Like, where wait. where did this character's identity really come from? And Wait. Shoot, like, maybe,
0: maybe I should wait for a Loki, because I'm sure we're going to review Loki. Every time we have plans, it's Loki. Um, yes. Uh, what if, since she wants to distance herself, I, I think I said this last week, but I, I forget. Mm-hmm. But if she wants to distance herself from Loki, so she's changing her name, what if Kid Loki is actually Eichel? What if Kid Loki is Eichel? instead of being kid loki could be because eichel is like the the old not altruistic but the like i want to be better version of loki that he has that conversation with old loki and, and kid loki and you merge emerge like we're doing here kid loki and eichel yeah then you have it, the um, the nicer version of loki as a kid who can literally grow up in the mcu with young avengers Boom. possible sorry
1: possibly possible. i, don't know, it's I mean it, it's
2: We'll find out later today. Yeah, I mean, like what
1: you said last week, Menti, with... (laughs) Yeah, we haven't watched it yet. You know, last week you said um, that the people who do not read comics are going to have an easier time figuring this stuff out or understanding it because it's, you know, it's all just brand new material where the people who are versed in this material are, you know trying to make it more of the fan theories and we're
0: we're
2: dissecting it beyond belief
0: (laughs) we're dissecting (laughs) it based on our 616 knowledge and not mcu knowledge true look at it from the mcu it's the whatever the simplest answer is nine times out of ten in the mcu that's the answer and again mephisto agatha is the ultimate proof of that (laughs) because we saw evidence of, of mephisto everywhere everywhere yes. every episode there's like oh that's dude there's six things in this episode that point to mephisto <laughs> and well, no, i think i, a, a I
2: think i sent you a picture of red red glares on on quicksilver going it's
0: mephisto mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep so all right let's let's keep this moving um because that like, took more than i thought it was going to take so real fast news <laughs> mandalorian uh season three they say is going to be a lot more like season one and by that they mean they don't they can focus more on Mando and not Good. continuing a story, which is what they were doing with season two. So season one is all that means is they're setting up whatever the next arc is that's going to survive a couple seasons. It's it's them going to Mandalore. That's I'm going to call it now. It's got it's got to be the dark saber going back to Mandalore. It has to be. How where else can you go? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But one of the stuntmen, Brandon Wayne from. Uh, book of Boba Fett talks a little bit about how that's going to differ, and he, was, he essentially said with the with the world of the Mandalorian, now that the Mandalorian exists and we've seen a difference between how Mando and how Boba Fett would act and respond to things, he's like, just expect the tone of like a, a, of, uh, Tatooine, but with the uh, with the grittiness of, say, of Tatooine with the aesthetics of Mandalorian. So it's a grittier I- version of Mandalorian, essentially, is what he's getting at. Oh, i'm okay that's what that's what a boba fett show should be If the boba fett show is is not crazy mandal mandalorian then it's it's a failed show <laughs> this is what I, that's that's it uh all right let's move into movie news and uh moshko let's uh this uh this will be a big one there you go there you go uh, where get that sure. soundboard ready
1: <laughs> yeah where's the the applause because that's that's what i expect after i talk about this for a second i don't have the so button
0: but feel free to hit it on your own and then just you <laughs> can just pretend i did
1: so so, remember way back when. Since it's you know it's uh, Black Widow month, remember way back when when uh, Scarlett Johansson first showed up in Iron Man Two, the curly mm-hmm. red hair, and our beloved, our our wonderful heroic person, in Tony Stark said, "I want one," to Pepper <laughs> Potts, and everybody was like, "Oh my God!" Actually, back then they weren't. No, because it was at a different all. Time. Everyone was like,
0: "Yeah," not at all. Now, you know, Tony's
1: great now it's a it's a different story and you know completely understand that's like what over 10 years ago at this point and you know things things are a bit different in society now uh but marvel studios is really trying to take an active approach at uh, not objectifying female characters which makes sense you know there's a couple things with uh like the way um i guess there's a a joke somewhere in the new movie about how she uh, lands she does her you know Hero landing or whatever superhero pose uh, yeah something to that effect um there's some type of joke but uh i never caught anything with that before anyway very interesting that that was was a you know a case a, a quote from the rep uh you know the stark employee i should say uh, you know potentially a very expensive uh sexual harassment lawsuit so they even said that they joked about it you know it's
2: it was pepper who said that
1: yeah, I mean, it's not necessarily, you know, that type of jokey material anymore. I don't even think it was back then, but, you know, still, they did it. And, you know, the the, the studio is basically saying, we're, we're trying to get away from that, and we're trying to, you know, put our female characters in a better light and more respect and things of that nature, which makes sense. This probably came off the
0: heels of all of those Scarlett Johansson interviews. Because she flat yes. out talked about that exact moment, and she talked about how cool it was that Natasha's character has evolved from literally an object, a sought after object in the first movie, to the way that she's treated now, and that she's had a hand in in a, you know in, in turning a a sexualized character into the lead character that black widow has become. And I I would argue without Scarlett Johansson. I mean, I know this is going to be blasphemy for a lot of black widow fans, but very similar to Thor. Sorry. I'm a cat cat man. Cat's going all out today. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, similar to, um, what's it called? Thor that the movies made Thor more popular than he originally was in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think the same is true for Black Widow. And I think Scarlett Johansson had played a huge role in that. I agree. Right. Yeah.
1: Now, absolutely. Let's turn this story on its head a minute. What about Thor? What about Chris Helmsworth? Hmm? He's in pretty much every sh- every movie with his shirt off. I mean, I would too if I was in that great shape. <laughs> you
0: wouldn't really have to ask me. I would just show up without a. If I was Chris yeah. Hemsworth, I
1: would just show up to set like, this
0: is how this is supposed to be done. Right. Yeah.
1: So, you know, taking in that the the first Black Widow story and then come to find out that they actually received more complaints about men being objectified in these movies. Interesting. Really? Yes.
0: Well, you remember, this was a long time ago. Do you remember um the Spider-Woman debacle where they they drew Spider-Woman in a very unrealistic pose on the building she was like crawling up a building and she gets to the top oh, yes and, and her ass is in the air and the way that her spine is people and people mm-hmm. were re- yes. really upset about that cover and that cover if you could find it i the comic shop not far from us actually had it for like 250 but they pulled it from shelves pretty quick but then mm-hmm. all of these people started posting pictures of regular spider-man like how where is the difference Look at yeah. the poses that you're putting Parker in. Like I get, you know, Jessica. We feel for you, but look, poor Parker has been pretzelized like That's a million lies. times over. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. You're gonna get.
0: You're get well. It's especially with especially with comic books. I mean, they're, it's based on skin tight outfits. Yeah, you're. I feel like I feel like it's inevitably going to be an issue for certain characters, regardless. I mean. Look at the way that they're dressed. I mean, some of them yeah. are, were just sold as sex objects. Look at look at uh, look at uh, Power Girl. Yeah. Power Girl's breasts yeah. literally got larger because they realized nobody would notice, so the artist just kept making <laughs> them larger. That's why her her cleavage window gets so big. Eventually, is because that, the writer, the writer, the artists were like, "No one's gonna know. No one, not one person's gonna say something to us." Till they got to a point where it was just ridiculous that like characters had to mention it because like how could you not? Like she can't see over. Like she's just her. She's blinded. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they, it's. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I I kind of go back to my whole thought on you know, this genre in itself is like keep keep the reality away from the fantasy, if that makes a little bit of sense to you. Sure. You know, it, I I you you're going to see things that are just not what you're going to see in real life. And oh yeah, absolutely. You have to understand absolutely. that it's not real. And I,
0: I think the bigger deal is, and and you know Chris Hemsworth, I, I you know him taking off his shirt. I don't know. I don't know why people would call about that, but I, I think the bigger issue is the way that um the way that Scarlett Johansson's character was treated in the beginning is mm-hmm. very different than the way Scarlett Johansson's character is treated now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So the evolution of what what the article is talking about has not not over sexualizing and not exploiting our female characters, not fridging them, so to speak. For using comic mm-hmm. terms, uh, and turning them into just side characters for, to propel the men's story, which is what, to be fair, the reason why it was so you know asinine that it took Natasha to the end, to her death, literally in the MCU, to get her own movie, she served the purpose of furthering every male character's plot. Every movie she was in, that's what she did. She was the side character and moved their plot forward. So mm-hmm. I could see why people would be pissed that she took this long, and I could see why even Scarlett Johansson would be like, Look what I went through with this character to get to this point.
1: Mhm. I don't know, I, I guess it it does, but I also I looked at those first movies as you know, this that's her character. Like she's a spy. She's about deceiving, you know, blending in, doing things that she normally wouldn't be doing or dealing with things she normally wouldn't be doing because that's her character. So, I you know, I I don't know. Well, I get that, but we're, that's not what I'm talking there. about. I'm talking
0: about <laughs> that the writers use the, the whole the writers used mm-hmm. her as a way to further further the plot. Not that they right. didn't portray the character with the short time that she had, but she didn't mm-hmm. have a true flushed out origin. We just had uh there's blood in my ledger. Right, yeah. There's definitely. red in my ledger. Yeah. Like that's all you ever got, and then she mm-hmm. just would manipulate people and, and move on to the next thing which to move the plot forward. But it was she was never the focus. She was just in the room. Mm-hmm. If that's that's the point I'm trying to make. So the fact that it took to after she died.
1: Right. I think there's a couple other characters that, you know, were kind of the... the, I think it's because of who she is as an actress that she really shouldn't be treated as a, you know, a side character. You know, some of the other characters um, and actors and actresses who are in this, you know, are kind of, you know, the side story in a way. But she is not. Like, she's you know top level everything so i get it well remember jeremy
0: renner was all pissed off yeah jeremy renner used to joke in and while filming avengers that they should kill him like every Mm -hmm. scene he was like this is where i should die right because he didn't like the way that his he was treated as a secondary character but she she gritted through it right and here she is with her on the eve of her major motion yeah but that's not (laughs) that's not and to be fair if if I had to only give a, a movie to one of them, it would be Natasha for for how she was in the end. The MCU mm-hmm. didn't Hawkeye didn't do anything in the MCU, right? <laughs> like, what, what do you really do? That's not true. He did a lot, but now we're nowhere near <laughs> Natasha. <laughs> nowhere yes. near Natasha. All right, let's let's move on. Uh, they're, they're, they they brought up uh, the possibility for sequels for Black mm-hmm. Widow, and as we've just said a bunch of times, Natasha died. So, yeah, but apparently uh, what what it, I think it was one of the writers or somebody said that I think these girls have a lot a lot of asses still to kick. So a little tease for a potential sequel, potentially, maybe just go maybe even further back. Like I know that Kevin Feige said that you'd probably get more out of order stories from this point moving forward. So maybe maybe a Yelena story like a like a That'd be good, you know what I mean? Uh, all right, let's, let's talk about Deacon Frost, the coolest Blade villain on camera to date, thinking that this movie's going to be trash.
1: <laughs> yeah, did, did you see his quote? S-
0: stupid, stupid, stupid quote. It's the stupidest thing. This, I guarantee you, I guarantee you he made this quote while getting ready for like New York Comic Con.
1: <laughs> Somebody's trying to say relevant, basically. Maybe. Absolutely. And that, here's, here's the quote. It looks like garbage to me. It looks like a bad video game. I'm embarrassed for those people. I'm embarrassed for Scarlett. And I'm sure she got paid five, seven million bucks, but I'm embarrassed for her. I don't want to be in those movies. I really don't. I'll feel that kid director that's gonna Okay. I'd like to find that kid director that's gonna be the next Kubrick and I'll act for him instead. Nobody invited wow. you, Steven
0: Dorf. Nobody. Now, one person was like, let's get Deacon Frost for this. Now, No. I get no. what
1: he's saying, but he did not deliver that in the right way. And you get probably what should just no, shut no. up. What, what you, <laughs> how how
0: does it look like a video game? Well, I mean, that. Wow, well, I mean, that's you see not, the trailer. I'm, I'm not taking I'm, my issues with what he said. Embarrassed is not something he should ever say about Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson should not be she should be embarrassed for being part of the largest film franchise to date mm-hmm. she should be embarrassed by that she should yep. be embarrassed <laughs> that she made history mm-hmm. I. you can argue that blade is the reason the mcu exists you could argue that he's directly contributed to the to the garbage movies he hates
1: this i mean it might be just a case of him being bitter because he's not involved and wasn't involved the funny thing is he could have
0: easily got a cameo in the actual blade movie the new blade movie the Mershal ali blade movie that they're working on Mm -hmm. he could easily get a cameo not anymore nope not anymore that's that's that bridge is gone sorry bud they're embarrassed in the last couple of movies that went right to the dvd dvd extra bin I think Ameri- what was it american superhero what was the stupid american hero I stupid dude it's so bad i think so it was the just watch yeah. i'll put the trail in the show post watch the trailer then and then know that that dude is embarrassed for scarlett johansson mm-hmm. embarrassed
1: i think what he was trying to say was that she is a lot better than these type of movies which is a ridiculous thing to say because it's the most
0: egotistical thing because again, it's the most subjective opinion to call something garbage and to call and say you're embarrassed for the main actor because it's not your cup of tea is so egotistical, man. It's, it's so ridiculous. Like the Martin Scorsese thing, that's a different story. Like I get that because Martin Scorsese has a taste in movies and he likes to consider film and movies separate, whatever. That makes way more sense than this. This yeah. came off horribly. And you can say what you think he meant, but that's not what he said. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that, it, to me, it is. it, is, it was the stupidest. I guarantee you his agent called him like, are you oh. out of your mind? Well, what a He's dumb done. move that would well, They could have brought done. Deacon Frost back. Dude, they, they're opening the multiverse. They literally could have brought him back for the new Blade movie. Mm-hmm. How amazing would that have been. Speaking of the I'm <laughs> very... thrilled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. <this> is... <laughs> Sorry, Stephen Dorf has just got me all pissed we could off. Could be getting
2: Wolverine back, maybe? Or in the MCU. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: Far fetched, but I'm surprised
1: this doesn't say we got this well, covered so, on
0: it. No. Well, they that's, that's... look, it's legitimate. Put it this way, if we came across this. If we came across this not from from a, 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 a CBR article and we actually saw the original tweets and Instagram posts, we would have been d- sharing I with did, each other like, I did, the, uh, post, I did see the Instagram post,
2: his Instagram story. <laughs> so what we're talking about is Hugh Jackman over the weekend mm-hmm. uh, put out a couple pictures. One of uh, Boss Logic's uh, Wolverine picture with the claws coming out of the hand.
0: And not him, not him as as, as Wolverine. Yes,
1: just Wolverine's, Wolverine's hand. hand. Mm-hmm.
0: That means way more than Boss Logic actually making a Hugh Jackman Wolverine that he shared. Like the fact that it's just his hand is a bigger deal, right? Than it but being then Wolverine. the
2: next picture, he is a uh, a Hugh Jackman with uh,
0: Kevin Feige. So, right. who, who's, um, got, who's yes. got access to the Disney bank account? Who has access to <laughs> Disney's bank account? And we know, we know Hugh Jackman said the only way he would join the uh, do, uh, be wolverine again yes. is if it was in the MCU. He, this is the quote from Hugh Jackman, and I don't want anyone to fight me on that. I didn't say it, that man did. So... You can't tell me there isn't means to speculate, especially with on those two images.
1: He was just sharing a picture of him and his friend from years ago. Right. All he was doing.
0: Stop! You stop it right now, Moshko! You stop that right now with your exclusive T-shirts that nobody else can get. I <laughs> just realize what shirt you're wearing. Hey, you know, dude this, this dude, this dude has more shirts with my face on it. Yeah, we should put them on those Instagram posts. <laughs>
1: It's 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 called creating buzz from from buzz actually. Who did this? But hey, you know. All right,
0: look, there was a Kingsman trailer. It's not even a trailer. It's not. It's not even a trailer. It it it, it was like a little little. I don't know. I want to be excited for it, but I'm not. Nope. I'm not excited for Kingsman at all. I I mm-hmm. liked one and two. One was way better than two, but. I don't I don't care about the origin story of this. I if you don't have eggsy in it, I don't I don't care. I don't I don't I don't. I will say one thing that had everyone losing their minds was Robert Downey Jr. Did you guys catch that? That was hysterical. People freaked out. Robert well, Downey Jr. unfollowed us. all of the MCU Which the means original he's to MCU DC. actors on Instagram. <laughs>
2: that's messed up. <laughs> he's I say he's already he's already DC. that's why he already
0: did Sweet Tooth. No. But I don't why but I don't think that has anything he's, to do with it. Why would he unfollow having fun. I mm-hmm. guarantee uh, he's he's gotta be messing with people. He's gotta be. Because I'm sure he knew that this was gonna like this was gonna be a to do.
1: I mean, I did the same thing and no one came asking why I did it. So <laughs> that's to, to be fair. Robert Downey Jr. and I don't you have ten, You're not uh, Iron Man. Hundred million.
0: <laughs> you got some cool shirts. Hey, we're working on it. You're like not I've, Iron Man.
1: <laughs> we're working on it.
0: Doesn't matter what color you change the the lights in your room. <laughs> yeah, they're they're yes. Iron Man colors, baby, Huey. <laughs> That's all. That's all. It wasn't wasn't a thinker. <laughs> um, I look. I, I got nothing else for you. The, the last half of this show pissed me off. Did you get frosted. I think on that moment, that you should
2: do that thing.
0: <laughs> go to go to go to YouTube and follow us. <laughs>
1: That's welcome to fireside.com and and also youtube.com slash welcome to fireside support stuff and buy shirts with my face on them.
0: I, I got nothing to add. I, hey, you we can find need, the show we "Welcome need, to Fireside." Everyone, it's go. A "Welcome to Fireside." Your social media choice, less Twitter, which is Fireside Crew, which also now includes YouTube, which is "Welcome to Fireside." Still, I don't even know why I threw that in because we already did that part. But if you like the show, comment, like, rate, subscribe. It all goes a long way. We truly appreciate all the support we've been given, and you know, you're all wonderful people and individuals who are hearing my voice, stuck through it to all this point. I mean, we're at 45 minutes in, and you're still going. Uh, so, yeah, once again, I'm, I'm Goodbye. I'm Ashko <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what Saturday's going to be. I have no idea. It might Friday, be a Black Widow Friday. Friday. Friday, Friday, Friday. Friday. It, might, it might be Black Widow. It might not. Mm-hmm. It might be Loki. I, I don't know. Might Usually, we, look, when Maurer can't join us, we really just <laughs> to wing it closer yeah. to, because uh, at Whatever this point, happens, we, were like, we were like, we have an idea. And then we were like, well, what about Loki <laughs> t- tomorrow <laughs> or today for you? So who knows? You will find out after you watch the show if it was good, we're gonna review it. <laughs> if it wasn't good, you're getting Black Widow stuff. Uh, all right, deuces. Fair enough. Peace. Deuces. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Whoa. throw in what? a sound effect. You used one. Oh my god. You used one. End the show with a sound
1: effect. Well, what kind of sound effect? <laughs> I don't effect? know. Hit a
0: button. <laughs> I want, uh, I want random. Go random. What's the weirdest? No, that's just no. no. Come on, man. Hit, him, uh, hit, him uh, uh, hit them I, all. Hit them all. I, I, if you're still listening, I'm, I'm amazed. That's all we got. And we're out, everybody. Someone else is getting the, the soundboard after this. We're getting into <laughs> Huey. Ooh, we're, getting, we're getting That could be dangerous. That's going to be It's dangerous. Be dangerous. All right, just, Look, I thought we were fine with Moscow having it. I thought that was the best thing possible. Well, no, I'll have sound effects going the entire time. I, to be fair, I thought Mashko was going to hit the button more, but no. All right, that he's, file is way too
1: long, he's, and he's we're we're out, guys. No, I cool. just want
0: to see who's still listening. I <laughs> oh, uh, just want to That's see strange. the after who's who's the diehard who gets to this point of the show.
1: <laughs> if you do, uh, leave a comment, send a message. Moshko, yeah, Moshko
0: put a coupon code or something. Else. Exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, DM uh, Mashko collects on Instagram, and I'll I'll set you up with a. Uh... No, that might be a lot because maybe a lot of people will wait. Do first person. Anything. First person That's to do it. it. First person. First, first person to DM first, me. First person. first person. I'll get you a coupon code for uh, the website. Good on anything.
0: my yeah.